Welcome back <laughs> to this episode of Whiskey and Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. And it is freezing cold outside. Not that it has anything to do with the episodes we are going to talk about today, which are Season 4, Episode 1. Welcome, Welcome to, to Korea. I'm and Season we'd do it 4, together. Episode 2, <laughs> Change of Command. I didn't know that. I stopped. <laughs> I just interrupted. Just kept going. All right. Um... So, just as a little caveat to uh, episode one, it is an hour-long episode. We are still doing two, but just keep that in mind. If you plan to watch that episode, uh, Welcome to Korea is an hour-long episode. Uh, Change of Command is only a half hour. Welcome to Korea is a great episode. I was just talking to Chris and telling him that it's one of my favorite episodes. Um, when you watch it, you'll have every emotion you can possibly have from tears to laughter. I love this episode. It's the episode where we find out Trapper is leaving and BJ Honey, Honeycutt enters. So that's kind of the intro to it. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's about all you can say about what this episode <laughs> is about. Um, and at the very end, Colonel Potter actually even enters the picture. But he enters it the same in this episode as he does in the next one. So I don't know if it counts. Does yeah. it count as episode? I, <laughs> we see him. We see him. I think it's more of just the intro. Well, because I, his it, name's on the front. Yeah. So he has to show up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, but yeah, you know, it's like they... He's not really in the episode, per se, because even that scene of his doesn't occur until maybe a third of the way into the, the next, next episode. So he's not really in this one. He appears, but he's not... You get to see who he is. Yeah. You get a little taste. A little taste. Mm -hmm. I was just telling Chris before we started that I didn't take a whole lot of notes because I just sat back and enjoyed. This is one of my favorite episodes. And it was just, it's, it's such a fun episode to watch. Mm -hmm. Because you really get to see how close that BJ was to Trapper. I mean, mm -hmm. he says right in it, we were like brothers. You know, we were best friends. Right. Did I, what did I say? You said BJ to Trapper. Oh, I'm Those two sorry. never met. Hawkeye to <laughs> Trapper. They never met. <laughs> Kicking on my toes. <laughs> and you get to see a, a huge portion of Radar reacting to Hawkeye. Because Radar and Hawkeye have this bond that mm -hmm. no other two people have. And Radar yeah. will do pretty much anything Hawkeye tells him. <laughs> him to do he has to be persuaded a little but he's always there like when they go to pick up bj and hawkeye wants to go along to say goodbye to trapper because trapper didn't leave a goodbye message so he's uh, well he left one small message oh, yeah <laughs> which we, yeah, we might as well talk about now that was that was cute uh when hawkeye comes in during uh during assembly at the four double seventh, um, he gives Frank Burns apparently a wind up MacArthur doll. <laughs> wind it up, it comes back from anywhere. Um, but then Hawkeye walks directly into the shower tent and starts taking a shower with his clothes still Small on. Small hangover. <laughs> well, there are what did he say? There are four uh, drug companies bidding over the rights to my, to my head. <laughs> But uh, Radar comes in and says they couldn't reach him. They couldn't reach him. They couldn't reach him. That's the point, Radar. I was on R&R. &R. Resting and recreating in Tokyo. And uh, Radar tells him, you know, Trapper left. Well, did he leave me anything? A note? He had to leave some sort of message. He had to. Yeah. He left one thing. But give it to me. Just hey. remember, this is his idea, sir. And Radar gives him a little peck on the cheek. And then as... Then Hawkeye's like, well, I've got to go say goodbye to him. And as he's leaving the shower him. tent, he grabs Radar and gives him a kiss back. And <laughs> Radar jumped right in the shower, oh, like, washing geez. it off. <laughs> like a little kid who washes off a kiss that... Yeah. <laughs> you know, from an ant or something. It was yeah. hilarious. So, um... I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, you know, we get that, and uh, Hawkeye's trying to get to Seoul, right? The Must airport. Seoul. Yeah. Um, to, you know, say goodbye to Trapper. So, Radar gets a Jeep to go and pick up Captain Honeycutt, and Hawkeye comes up, 
and says, move over, Radar. What? No. You're not authorized to go with me. Radar, move, move over. over. Oh, come on, sir, please. I signed out the Jeep. Move over, Radar. I've seen you drive. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, like you say, Hawkeye can get Radar to do anything. It just and it takes... was hilarious, even the drive to the airport, because yeah. it was like, yeehaw! Radar was jumping up and down. Yeah. Woohoo! Woo he must have been fun. going, you know, as fast as the Jeep could possibly go. They were hitting every bump. Yeah. And Radar was like a little kid on a ride. Yeah. Well, it was pretty cool to watch. Um, so, yeah. Are, are, are we into more of a deep dive into the episode? Let's, do, let's dive okay. right into it. I, I'm sorry. I was bringing up <laughs> the MASH wiki page to um, mainly for the, the guest stars on here. Just because I know in the next episode we don't get the full list of guest stars. So I wanted somebody to actually tell me who are the guest stars on this one. But, um, so yeah, we, we get Hawkeye and Radar going to, um, going to, I think it was the evac hospital, technically. I, I, well, I don't it know. It was the airport. Yeah, you're right, it was an airbase, because once they get there, um, Hawkeye is trying to get the manifest stateside right. from, from an Air Force sergeant. And you right. can tell because of uh, his stripes on his on his uh, arm. But anyway, before he does that, they run an MP checkpoint. Yep. Which is kind of interesting because then we see somebody who becomes kind of a major plot point in this episode. Because um, we see him three times. Yeah, so. the, the MP lieutenant played by Don Tom Dever. Um, the first time, Hawkeye's on his way to the airport, and uh, they they pull out, they stop Hawkeye in the Jeep, and Radar's lying down in the back. Pretending he has a disease. Yes, and so Hawkeye is trying to explain to this lieutenant, we've got to get him down to Seoul for a specialist, because he has neuropraxia. And he needs help. He's sedated right now, or else he would be foaming at the mouth, Nothing. trying to bite his own nose. And you see Radar just start. Arm, 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 arm. Aren't you afraid that you're going to catch it? I can only be a carrier. And so then the MP lieutenant waves him through. By the way, I looked up neuropraxia. You did. <laughs> yes, and at least one source listed it as a condition in which a nerve remains in place after a severe injury although it no longer transmits impulses in other words neuropraxia just means a dead nerve yes <laughs> so like if you had like um my grandpa he i think he has something like this from his time in world war ii because he wears a brace on one of his uh like from his calf down under his heel okay because he can't feel that foot so it's something like that Right. Okay. You know, we're just a major nerve ended up getting cut. severed. I, got, I have a nerve severed right here. Yeah. So I can't I have no feeling. That's all at all. Yeah. Right exactly. That's, so that's neuropraxia. That's neuropraxia. I have yeah. neuropraxia. But this MP lieutenant didn't know, <laughs> and so Hawkeye was able to convince him that this was something that he could catch. <laughs> then Radar asked, "Hey, that neuropraxia, whatever Is it stuff." Real? Yeah. But only people who chew their nails can get it as he's biting his nails in the right. back of the Jeep. So he stopped. It worked. Yeah. But then they, they get to um, they get to, to uh, the place to pick up BJ, right? And uh, Kimpo Air Base in Seoul. I thought it was in Seoul. The Kimpo Air Base in Seoul is where they end up. Uh, they both get out of the Jeep. Radar goes to pick up... Get BJ. Get BJ. And Hawkeye goes to try and say goodbye to Trapper. Well, he never has a conversation with this, um, Air Force sergeant. But, uh, because the sergeant the whole time is on the phone with, I think it was a colonel, telling him how he can get him green... Piment or red pimentos because he knows how the guy hates the green ones and a gross of golf balls that'll be fine sir pickles pimentos golf balls got it and um 
Hawkeye has a conversation with himself looking at the manifest state side. He missed saying goodbye to Trapper by 10, ten minutes. Oh, 10 minutes. How frustrating. Yeah. So then he goes outside into the Kimpo Air Base, uh, meets up with Radar and BJ. Someone stole their Jeep. Yeah. Because apparently <laughs> that's a thing. It's even a thing in the movie <laughs> where like... Um, Don't leave your Jeep. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the even in the movie, we have Hawkeye and um, I think it's Trapper get out of the Jeep and they're like, we should hire somebody to watch the Jeep. They turn around. And the Jeep was gone. And like, yeah, the wheels are gone. It's up on blocks. <laughs> the steering wheel's spinning. Well, never mind then. Um, I, I, the part I like best when these two meet is mm -hmm. BJ's wit. It comes out right away. Yeah. Everything that hawkeye says bj has just a little snide comment you know you're right you just know. no matter what he says he yeah. just has and and it's you don't even notice it i think at first no i but, i that's a really good point and i haven't noticed it and i've been <laughs> i've been watching these extensively over the last decade and anytime anyone has something to say bj had comes back with this quick just little snippet not even you know yeah not hardly worth mentioning but it's usually kind of witty and yeah. funny yeah radar we have captain honeycutt here young weary traveler who should refresh himself with a drink and then because bj had said something about it being something else hawkeye said being a quote uh radar says i can't remember he quotes some name and bj says no auto club so yeah, he has a, a, a quip, quip right. for everything. And you're right, it comes and, out right and away. And Hawkeye said something that sounded like a, um, like a poem or something. And he said, by crippling, right? You yeah. know, so mm -hmm. just little, little fun yeah. remarks that yeah. show his intelligence, I think, with yeah. his... But then you also really quickly see how they are going to be friends. Because right. even right from the outset, you know, Hawkeye is being Hawkeye. <laughs> which we'll get to in a bit um, in next episode. But, you know, like, they bring Radar into the O-Club. How do they do this? <laughs> Hawkeye borrows uh, BJ's railroad tracks off of his Class A dress uniform and puts them on Radar's knit cap. But what about my bars uh, on my sleeve? Okay. Well, you've heard of Lieutenant Colonels, Major Generals. Well, you're... You are... Corporal Captain. Captain. <laughs> so that's how they get him in. And it was hilarious when, you know, if, if anyone looked at him, they were, would just say they're doing a survey. You know, we're just because, doing a survey. What do you, I don't like it. I don't yeah, like it at all. Yeah, because the colonel does come over. Colonel's straps with captain's bars. <laughs> well, sir, this is a combined G2, G3 uh, initiative, making it a G5 combined officer's optech glitch <laughs> don't like it don't like it at all mm. can put one down in the uh no column oh. and so bj gets a pencil you see this and, and he writes, writes something down. on a napkin one no, no. <laughs> so already he's helping hawkeye with his schemes right from the outset which is great it in immediately um they bond puts in place yeah that bond and that their, their relationship it immediately shows how they're going to act with each other. Um, but then, after that, they do leave the O-Club. There's a general, a major general coming in. <laughs> and the corporal captain just barely avoids running into him <laughs> as he's leaving. <laughs> and uh, Hawkeye comes out. Radar! Look, our jeep! That's a general's jeep! No, no. They just stuck flags on our jeep. See, watch, and he covers his eyes. It's green, right? <laughs> yeah, but looks like a turtle with a thyroid condition. <laughs> well, yeah. See, they couldn't fool me. He picks up the... Remember, jeeps for generals had the little general flags. flags on them. So Hawkeye grabs the general flag off and, like, throws it to the side, and then they climb in the jeep and take off. Um, And, of course... And they had a few drinks. Yeah. So... Well, and, but, and then on the way back, they hit the MP checkpoint again, right? Did they do that first, or? They hit the MP checkpoint, then they ended up at Rosie's. 
I'm just thinking, though, on their way back, BJ encountered some wild stuff. I think that was before the checkpoint. No, I think that was after because BJ increasingly gets out of uniform. And at oh, the checkpoint, he, he still had still his in uniform. Okay. dress jacket on. Okay. So, yeah, they go so, through the checkpoint. And remember the disease that Radar had. You have to keep that in mind. Neuropraxia. Greek the- origin, neuro, nerves, right? So, they stop at the checkpoint. The MP asks about Radar, who is now driving the Jeep. Remember, before he was in the back, laying down. Now he's driving. And we have an extra person. Mm. Well, it, and a new jeep. And a new jeep, yeah. So first of all, <laughs> the lieutenant's like, "Can he drive? Uh, it's, it's good therapy for him." We we went to Kimpo to get a uh, Captain Honeycut here. He he's a he's a specialist. He's gonna get on the corporal's nerves. Neuropraxia. See, it's get it's it. a. Uh-huh. It, yeah. and then the lieutenant <laughs> looks at Hawkeye and goes, "Different." What? different jeep but then oh, radar oh, yes that this this different jeep is different yes <laughs> and in order to get them out of there radar just starts going whoa, 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 and starts I'm, I'm, and start yeah. trying to bite his nose no, and, yeah and puts he played the jeep up in you know gear. of course you know played up to bj or hawkeye's yeah. rolls so the guy's like go 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 <laughs> and he didn't even, want to catch that disease and even bj's in on this because hawkeye starts digging in the medic bag that they have in the jeep and bj's digging in it too and oh they i didn't take notice off. That, so. yeah. um the next major thing because in between these scenes with the three of them in the jeep we do see back at mash we see um burns doing stuff Oh yeah, he's strict. He's getting everything in order. He's going to be the cat, the leader. You know, he has clinger out of dresses, and he has assemblies every morning. And Yelling at Igor because he needs to put his food in the containers in the correct order. I think that one's the next episode, but oh. still, it's that sort of anal retentive, yeah, stuff that Frank does. Um, so I'm not going to comment a lot. Sorry about that. That's my phone. Uh, I'm not going to comment a lot. I don't think about those in-between scenes because they don't really have a lot to do with... The plot. The plot. Okay. You know, I mean, Klinger is cleaning out Trapper's bunk and finds a bunch of Hawkeye's nudist magazines. Shoves him up his shirt. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, Frank is talking to the father and tells him, I'd like to see that at your sermon this Sunday, Father. I'm looking forward to Sunday. I look forward to all of them. That, that basically summarizes the in-between uh, in between scenes. In Yeah, at camp. At camp. But yeah, so then the next thing we see with the three of them, they stop beside a field, um, and we see two Korean women with, with long branches poking at the ground in a field. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to explain what well, that was Well, they all? were checking for mines and the father was on the side with an ox and what they were doing was checking to see if they were mined so the ox can go there because they don't want to lose their ox apparently they don't mind losing their daughters Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden one of them did touch a mine and radar just ran right out there Mm -hmm. and hawkeye and bj are yelling Mm -hmm. you know radar stop stop how you gonna get back and then they Mm -hmm. all end up in the jeep. In the jeep, and <laughs> the, the father tries to get in with the ox, but they don't let him. Radar, tell him no ox. No ox. No, no ox, ox. No ox. <laughs> <laughs> but um, radar, you know, they said to him, "Wow, radar, that was really brave." And he said, "What sort? What sir? What was brave? You ran in there in <laughs> into the, the mine into field. the minefield." He goes, "Wow, that was brave." <laughs> he, you know, he did it without thinking mm-hmm. because that's what true heroism is. It's well, that's what radar is. That's who radar is. Yeah, you know? yeah, you, he's you compassionate. S- and you see that in the episode where he finally decided to claim that uh, young woman's baby as his own. Right. You know. Right. But, but speaking of other episodes, the the devaluation of women's life. Uh, we do see in other episodes oh, as well. Yes. Um, the the moose episode. Mm-hmm. You know where Hawkeye ends up winning, saving a, right. Uh, was it Young He? Young was that her name? Sung He, Young He. You know where he yeah. where he wins the sergeant's moose. But 
she where... didn't realize that what she was doing was any different than what it should be because well, they right. didn't no. know that their lives have value. Well, no, but you know the point being, her family sold her. Right. That's the value of women uh, of women's lives in that society, or at least in this series, was not. It, it was less than a human being, and obviously from this episode, worth less than an ox. Right. But you know. That's that's just so foreign to me, and just to be reminded that. And it was foreign to Hawkeye too, as yeah. you could see. You know, like. <laughs> what are they doing? They're using the girls to check if the minefield is okay for the ox, and then he looks at the father. Usan, you know that you're an Usan. That's your own language. You know what that means? You remember what Radar told him? Huh. You just called him an umbrella. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then Hawkeye's like, well, what does... And he obviously was trying to figure out a very bad, bad word, word, and that's when the mine went off. But, um... So, yeah, they take the young woman and her sisters and the mother, but not the father and the ox, to a local hospital, because that's what, what was close. By the way, Radar obviously knows some Korean here. Right, because he told him how to say stop. Mm. He hasn't always, and he doesn't in the future, but this episode he, <laughs> he does. does. Anyway, um, they get to a hospital, and then we're back in the Jeep uh, driving Next adventure. Again, and they're they talk- really do have a lot of adventures in this. Like, yeah. BJ got his, he got a whole life's worth of lessons yeah. on his way to MASH. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, um, they're talking about... Like BJ says, I'm co- I come from three generations of doctors, and those are the worst conditions I've, I've ever, ever seen. seen. And Radar made a comment, and the smell in the hospital. So it's just, you think about it, um, it's a war-torn country. And blood smells badly. Mm. I don't know if you've ever left like a steak sitting in your <laughs> sink or something. You know, I. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's it turns bad very quickly, but you know it just it's an impoverished country. It's a war torn country, and they have blood on their ground all the time, so it's it, never cleaned up, and it, mm-hmm. it's got to be. Ugh. It's got to be gross, and they don't have a lot to make it clean, probably. Right. But then, um, as they're driving, all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> they blew a tire, and so they get out as they're changing it. Then they see some locals walking past, and um, Hawkeye and Radar are at the front of the jeep, looking backwards. And BJ's working on something on the side. Hawkeye. He's taken off the back of the um, the, the spare. spare, and Hawkeye and Radar stand up and look. And Radar goes, "Uh oh!" And there's a shot down the road, and there's nobody. And you have to keep in mind there was like a, a little troop. Mm-hmm. You know, like locals eight, coming. Let's see, and six they were eight gone. People. They just disappeared. Like magic yeah what happened all the locals went into the woods what does that mean gorilla they're either gorillas or they're having a group toity in the (laughs) woods so what do we do hurry up very fast so they just started to give her and radar even said do we need all four tires (laughs) yes and then you start hearing (laughs) as shots are coming out down and something I still want to know, and if anybody knows this, please uh, message us on Facebook or email us, uh, Whiskey and Mash on Facebook or Whiskey and Mash at narclaninc.com. How did they get these effects where you can see dust popping off of like the, the Jeep? Like shots, like yeah. they were getting hit. Like they were literal ricochets, because clearly they're not firing real bullets at the actors, okay? Uh-huh. This might have been the 60s and 70s, but... but they I'm, weren't. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the unions would have prevented them from shooting real bullets toward the actors. How were they doing that? How were they making that special effect? I don't know. Um, but they get the, the tire on, basically. Shoot out of there. You know, a little further down the road, they tighten the nuts on the Jeep and they keep going. Further down the road, what happens? They run into a bunch of soldiers walking yep. alongside the road. And they're they're all saying, anyone from Ottumwa, Iowa? Anyone from California? Anyone from, where is Hawkeye from? 
Maine. Maine. Yeah. You know, um, having chit chat and all of a sudden explosions around mm-hmm. when you see guys go flying in the air. Well, we didn't. I yeah. saw a guy go flying. I. Well. Yes. Forward. Yes. 1960s mm-hmm. TV flying. Yes. In the air. Yeah. Well. Not 2015 <laughs> movies flying in the air. No. But There's a difference. Real enough. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just when you say <laughs> fly in the air, I'm picturing, picturing you know a guy <laughs> in a pulley rig getting yanked up. No. Feet no. In the air. I just mean falling forward. Yeah. Being okay. shot by ricochets or. Yeah. So they they come upon um, a platoon. It's a platoon. It's about 30 guys, and we know that they're being led by a lieutenant, so it's an army platoon. They're walking in columns down the side of the road, and they're driving. Th- the jeep is driving through the middle of it, and they come under mortar fire. Right? So, now, remember, we can follow BJ through the day by how much of his dress uniform he has on. And here he's losing it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. like they start out from the air base. He's got he his sleeves rolled up now. Yeah, he has everything. The dress jacket, the hat. He loses the hat as they're going. When they're changing the tire, he takes his jacket off. So here he's sleeveless and he rolls up his sleeves. Well, in order to help, because they come under mortar fire, they jump under an upturned jeep for cover. And then, of course, the doctors being doctors, once it starts letting up, they run out and start treating the wounded. Yeah. In fact, um... Hawkeye lifts one gentleman right away and says, no, he's done. And then they go around and they're helping other people. And this is the part that just gets to me is BJ says, we got to try to help this one too. Mm, And he lifted him up. And it's one that it's a soldier that Hawkeye who was face down. Hawkeye pushed him up, looked at him and said, put him, put him back down, crawled to the guy next to him and started working on him. BJ comes over after having tripped, fallen in the mud, so his whole like right side is just covered in mud, um, and he puts his hand on this guy, and Hawkeye says, no, he's had it. He's like, we have to try. And he pushes him up. Now, we don't know. In your mind, you have to picture your own what you see. Mm-hmm. My mind is bad. And he just kind of drops him back down. And starts throwing up. And just, yeah, crawls up on all fours, scampers a few yards away and just you see him heaving and you can kind of hear the oh, it makes me want uh. and then Hawkeye just goes over to him puts his hand on him mm-hmm. and something that I thought was really odd is then the medic yells we need help over here there's another guy and instead of Hawkeye just running over to the other guy who mm-hmm. he knows needs help he has his hand on on BJ and says mm-hmm. you gonna be okay yeah you know, he was so worried about BJ. Yeah. Well, and uh, now two things, in my opinion, at that point. One, the guy says, it's our lieutenant. He took one in the wallet. Okay, well, that's a butt wound. So not a hurry? Yeah. You know, I mean. But still, a wound he's, he's is. He's not going to bleed out. I mean, out. BJ is puking. I mean. But, but then second of all, already here. We're bonding? Well, um, as far as like the psychological impact of this goes, Hawkeye has already had some experience with Sidney Friedman. We're already starting to get this uh, theory where you have to get the person back into their job. Oh, yeah. As soon as you can. So I'm going to go ahead and put in that maybe that was part of it. Because he didn't just say, are you okay? He said, let's go. Go right, like, cause I thought he would. I, and in fact, the way I remembered it happening mm-hmm. in the past from watching this, was that he left him there to throw up and went. But he actually grabbed him and said, "Let's go. Let's right. get back to the." He made him doctor. He made him doctor. <laughs> right. You know, so it. I'm just gonna go ahead and say maybe that was part of it, because then the next thing he says is, um, "Welcome to class, and remember, this is your first day." So it's. A trial by fire it's learning on the job and you just keep going you know just before that i think they were talking about what mash is like and hawkeye says the conditions are horrible at times but the thing is those become normal after, after a, while. a while and you in s- fact he he even specifically says he's like what is mash like and he said it has a 97.8 percent survival 
at MASH. Mm -hmm. So he's saying we're a good unit. Yeah. That's huge. 98, 97.8% survival rate. Yeah. That's. And, you know, when push comes to shove, even Radar, who passes out of the sight of blood, in this there. situation, you see him, right. Right he's, there. He's doing what he needs to be. He's part of the medical staff, you know, as a corpsman, but he's still doing what he has to do to help these guys. Right. And they're trying to help BJ get into that. Then they get back to MASH and feel that they had a very hard day. <laughs> Which so they, they need did. to stop at Rosie's. Before heading in. This is camp? No, camp is actually no, just camp. across the road. Just a couple minutes away, but we're going to stop here first. And I love the scene at Rosie's. There's guys fighting in the back room. <laughs> They're sitting at a table having some um, beer and what was that? Kimchi? Saki. 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 And, of course, Radar's having his great knee high. And <laughs> they are getting toasted. Yeah. You have he, to keep in mind that BJ was throwing up just a little while ago so he so, has nothing in his stomach mm -hmm. but yeah it's great they're sitting at this table and hawkeye and radar are treating what's going on in the background like which is nothing. a fight yeah like it's not even happening bj keeps looking back at it the fight is clearly coming their way and uh they end up like picking their stuff some of their stuff up off the table and two of the guys like Light body low. slam into the table and bj looks just um, so disgusted or so weirded out by this. Radar is at the bar asking for Something. whatever peanuts, and Hawkeye just looks down at the two guys and goes, "Please." We're trying to have a conversation. I'm, I'm with, having a meeting here. I'm with friends. I'm with friends. <laughs> and then it's like Kim, more sake, and that's <laughs> it. It just you know whatever. Then they come pouring, <laughs> literally, without exaggeration. Pouring out of Rosie's. Yeah, Radar's trying to support them as best he can, but like, yeah, BJ just fell right into the jeep, and and yeah. I, of course Hawkeye wants to drive. No, sir, sir, no, you can't, you can't drive. Sir. You've been drinking. You're not sober, boy. If I wasn't drunk, I would I... really resent that. And then he sits on the hood with his legs on either side of the driver's wheel. But. Radar honks the horn, and you can just feel it. Woohoo! Like, I got, yeah. And then comes my favorite part. Yeah, they get back to camp. Um, they're, I think it's Hawkeye blowing the horn, so Burns and Houlihan obviously know. And keeping in mind that Burns and Houlihan have BJ's file, so they're yeah. like thinking, we're getting this pristine, very well put together doctor who graduated from. A very prestigious uh, schools and yes and margaret oh margaret was I, foaming at the mouth i swear to god I, she was so excited to meet bj margaret i bet he's a republican <laughs> oh can we be that lucky <laughs> and then they come into camp and get out of the jeep bj literally falls out hawkeye drunk salutes i don't know what yeah. you call that i that's a good... BJ jumps up and says, Hello, fair, fair and face. face. <laughs> what do you say, fair face? What do you say, fair and face? <laughs> and just falls on Margaret. On Margaret, like grabbing her around her hips. <laughs> just... And, yeah. There you know, Frank and Margaret should have went to pick him up. <laughs> Not Hawkeye and Radar. Yeah. And it's just... It is great. And then the end of the episode, that little after the last commercial... Um, it's one of these where it's permanently assigned to MASH, R, and then they go through all the characters, and they introduce the scene with Harry Morgan from the next episode. Right. So. The next episode is, or anything well, else from this episode, because... A few other things. Yeah, I, yeah. And one thing that I thought, you could just see the naive, naivete in BJ when he was sitting in the bar, and any time a plane went over... He would duck. Yeah. He would duck like he had never had a plane. He's like, yeah. they fly kind of low, you know. So I think that was the Kimball his, Air Base even. Yeah, but yeah. It, it showed his innocence where he didn't, he wasn't used to anything. And then he mm. goes from that to the flat tire and the shooting ad and the explosion and the, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. What a day. Yeah. Oh, also... Uh, one, one other thing that they do have after the last commercial, before they go into the permanently signed to MASH, 
the date? The MP lieutenant comes to MASH to get the oh, Jeep yeah. that they stole from HQ. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm Major Burns. Yes, well, this Jeep belongs to Major General. I don't remember the name that the, that the lieutenant said. But it was out in Frank he, Burns' name. Yeah, he unfurls the flag because at the MP checkpoint, uh, yeah, Hawkeye had told them that it was Major Burns from the 4-double-seventh, uh, who was his CO, so they come for him. <laughs> and then Hawkeye and BJ are there in their bathrobes, and um, Hawkeye says to the lieutenant, I would vouch for this man, Frank Burns' character, but he has none. Mm -hmm. And Frank Burns definitely helps himself by going to Hawkeye, Snot! 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 <laughs> Have I ever lied to you, lieutenant? <laughs> Until they take him away. It's but great. he does look at Hawkeye like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, I don't know. But, yeah. And then with Henry Morgan's appearance, we Gave hear the, the announcer give the date as an introducing Colonel Potter, permanently assigned to MASH, on 19 September 1952. Which, if you remember... In the last episode of season three, we also heard that it was 1952, so this matches. So they're at least staying consistent. 1952 lasts a long time in Mash. Yeah. However, one point about that: 19 September 1952 is apparently when Colonel Potter arrives. They play it like this is pretty soon after BJ arrives. In this episode, at the beginning, when they all form up. You know when, uh, yeah. when Major Burns calls them to, to yeah, to to formation. Uh, uh, Corporal Klinger shows up, in a sun well not in a sunbonnet a hat in a hat with flowers on it. He's in full uniform, but he has dangly earrings hat. and a flower hat. And, and Margaret took it off. And Margaret took it off, but not before Frank said, "What are you doing in that?" Or, how dare you wear that hat with that uniform? And Klinger makes a comment, It's spring, spring. sir. Oh, spring yeah. does not occur in September in the Northern Man Hemisphere. Of which, 1952. <laughs> which Korea is always in the Northern Hemisphere. It doesn't change with <laughs> the months. I just thought of that one. But, you know... And just, it was September, not spring. Just but... putting that aside for the moment... <laughs> Oh, good catch. Thank you. I have wow. my moments. So, interesting. Anyway, um... Totally missed that. Jamie Farr as Corporal Klinger is now listed as part of the permanent cast. He's in the front credits, so we know that he is part of the permanent cast. William Christopher, who appears in the episode, is so not. He is still on that first title screen of the back credits all by himself. So we still know that he's... I guess a very important actor. <laughs> I think he comes on as permanent cast in the next season. Uh, we'll keep watching and keep you informed. But then we also have the MP lieutenant, like I've said, is Tom Tom Dever. Uh, the O Club Colonel is Robert. Oh, I'm gonna go to the website for this one so I don't mess it up. Is Robert Carnes, uh, Sergeant Dale. Not sure which one he was, but that's Ted Ziegler. Uh, the staff sergeant in the episode was Reed Cruikshanks. And the GI who they help at the mortar attack is Nat Jones. Yeah. Oh, look, there it is. Re uh, on I the wiki page. <laughs> that's why you need... Anyway... <laughs> Research notes fun facts. During the formation at the beginning of the episode, Frank reprimands Klinger for wearing a floral hat. Klinger replies that it is spring and can't be spring because Potter will shortly take over command and the date will be given as 19 September Oh my gosh, did you read that? Is that no, how you knew I, that or did you actually I did figure not. it out? I, I figured know. that out beforehand. <laughs> oh, come on. But it's on the wiki page anyway. I'm going to read the wiki just page first. Good. I. I am that much of a mask geek, and I have that little of I'm going to start life. looking at the wiki page first, so I look like I'm that good. <laughs> no, I really didn't see that beforehand. Um, oh. 
getting warm in here. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're you put also... a lot of whiskey in here. I did not. Okay. Anyway, anything next... out about this episode? No, I'm done okay. with that episode. Let's go <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> done. I'm I am done. done. Stick with uh, us. We're almost through this. Again, Henry it, Blake. It was an hour episode, so there was a lot there. Um, season four, episode two, Change of Command. Uh, basically, this is the episode where Colonel Potter comes in. Um, the the two main plot lines, I would say, one is Colonel Potter making his presence known and setting the standard for his command. Which I love. Okay. And then the other one is Frank reacting to the fact that he has that... been ousted from command of the 4077th. Because keep in mind, he thought he was the boss. He, mm -hmm. he thought this was going to be his command. Yeah, you know, him and Margaret both, it's like, you're going to be lieutenant colonel, and you're going to move up, and it'll be great, and I and don't And they know had their else. whole lives planned around this taking mm -hmm. over MASH. Mm -hmm. In fact, in the beginning, he mentions about his, you know, mother's going to be so proud. And... Yeah. But that wasn't to be. Um, so we open. It's basically mail call, right? So we've, we've gotten past the synopsis. Now we're doing the deeper dive. And uh, Radar doesn't go to Frank Burns right away because he knows that the orders are there for Frank to be replaced. We cut to the swamp where Hawkeye and BJ are setting up the Henry Blake Memorial Bar. I love how they came to that, because they're like, they're building a bar, and they're like, how are we going to name this? Well, let's name it the Corner Bar, because it's, it's in, in the corner. corner. I think that's they took taken. over um, Frank Burns' bed spot, mm. and that's where they were building their bar, because Frank Burns was in the officer's tent. Mm -hmm. In the Yeah. Yeah, so they had this whole big area to build a bar. Mm -hmm. I think that's important because later on they have to take it down. Yeah, and then it's uh, then BJ makes a comment, fair man of the bottle, Henry was, you say? Yeah. Yeah, he could have been a comparison drinker. He had two stomachs or something they said, yeah. or something to that point. Well, then let's call it the Henry, Henry Blake Memorial Bar. And that, that was... It was just yeah. a, a special it moment. A cool... It almost made me tear up. Yeah, and it, you know Hawkeye, it's like, I like it. Yep. Well, let's break it in and throw out the first drunk. And with any good luck, it'll be mean. <laughs> so, uh... So, Radar comes in. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it. Hawkeye's getting beverages from the still. BJ is at the bar. He throws a towel over his arm so that he's like a waiter. And Radar comes in and he goes, Ah, young man, how many in your party? <laughs> what? The, table 27, the, please, <laughs> over here. The couple at table 27 are leaving. <laughs> I, sirs, can you please cut out the, mm -hmm. cut it out for a minute? You don't like the table? No, no, the table's fine. <laughs> and then he explains to them that this is Frank important. is being replaced. Have you told him yet? Are you kidding? He's He'll kidding. hit me. <laughs> we'll come with you. So they go with Radar to the mess tent. But Radar's face is hilarious because they were pretending like this was this huge bar with seating. And <laughs> so Radar, like, walks out the door, looks inside, like, it's the swamp. Did they really see? And they also looked at the orders that Radar was presenting them. And they realized that Sherman T. Potter oh, yeah. was USA. regular army. United so States So And one, of, I, one thing that caught me was... Um, Hawkeye's comment of if he ticks are still away. Yeah. I'm I'm climbing to one of Klinger's dresses. Yep. <laughs> Not while he's in it. <laughs> well, maybe. We'll see. So they go to the mess uh, tent to tell Major Burns. And we see an interesting conversation between Major Burns and Igor. Um, where Major Burns is saying how sloppy this is. Um just uh, how how Igor is slopping things into the tray and no 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 that's not the way my gravy is spilling over into mm. my and my beans are in my applesauce and this and my potatoes are in the everything compartment <laughs> when I look down this line I want to see applesauce 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 <laughs> beans 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 you've got that yes sir yes what? sir what yes sir yes sir three bags, bags full, full? <laughs> He didn't know what to say. Yeah. So Frank and Margaret go to sit down, and Radar shows up with the mail, and he's explaining Frank's pieces of mail. Here's a letter from your wife. I don't care about what I 
didn't or, or you no, didn't it, get your you didn't get a letter from your wife i don't okay. care about what i didn't get what did i get and you're, um you're a veterinarian yeah and then radar is desperately clasping onto the orders and then frank goes what's this it looks official oh that sir um replaced. and frank burns let goes of it go let's go of it as if as if it's a death sentence and then but he looked like he handled it with finesse. great poise yeah. yes he, he he read it he looked at it he just walked away and margaret is you know acting offended by it for frank's sake and frank is just like no this happens you know in in the great gears of the military every once in a while we must all lose a tooth and then i didn't really understand if frank went to his quarters no. or margaret's quarters yes because you have to keep in mind frank had his own quarters because it was well it would have been the ceo's quarters which right. would have been on the other arm of the camp but when you looked at it i didn't see a whole lot of margaret's things I'm pretty sure it was Margaret's tent. Okay, I, yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure. No, because I, I think on the table in the foreground we it see It looked some, like he went that like way towards Margaret's. Of, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Margaret's. But um, he, if, if for another reason, then the bed was very put together. It wasn't okay. just a basic bunk. So I'm, I'm sorry I'm stereotyping, but it looked like a woman's bed. Okay, but when he did get to Margaret's tent, or... or the tent mm -hmm. he threw a temper tantrum yeah. not just a regular temper tantrum sorry tracy but a tracy worthy temper tantrum not that's my cousin who can throw a temper tantrum <laughs> and she listens your cousin yeah she's in the army and we're, we should have her or niece? my niece sorry. i was gonna say i, my niece, I know who you're talking cousin. about <laughs> hi tracy not, <laughs> she uh, <laughs> but yeah it, it's not like an adult fit because he ends up like, like stomping his feet and then he holds his breath you're all gonna miss me when i'm gone <gasps> it's a tantrum <laughs> he is throwing an eight-year-old tantrum then and it is great i know because when colonel potter calls all his officers and then <laughs> right after that everyone comes in oh my goodness that is one of my favorite scenes okay tell us about it so um, first right of all, out. yeah, Radar is summoning the senior staff to Colonel Potter's office. Attention, all senior officers. The commanding officer wants to see all the senior officers in his office, sirs. Officers. Yeah, so yeah. that's... He could have phrased that better. Anyway, um, you see Father Mulcahy, you see the two captains, you see Major Houlihan... And then you should see Frank Burns, but he ran away, which we find out uh, after. after this little meeting. But, um, you know, Colonel Potter checks, get, just like skims Father Mulcahy's file. You're clean. Thank God. <laughs> and um, then he held it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Major Houlihan? Yes, sir. And she just like thrusts out her chest. Yes. And it's not the most noticeable thing, other than the fact that in the background, Hawkeye also does it. And obviously, <laughs> when Hawkeye throws out his chest, you notice. Because he does it in such a way that you notice. He's making fun on Margaret. Oh, yeah. So. Um, and then, you know, Colonel Potter's listing out these accomplishments that Margaret has had. And then he goes, Major Burns. And she responds, just friends, sir. <laughs> I mean. He's not here, sir. Huh. And then he continues on. Uh, BJ has apparently been here for a little while. I don't think he's been there for six months, like spring to September. <laughs> no. But long enough to set the latrine on fire with Hawkeye. What Frank. were you doing? Well, we were having Lost a... Lost and <laughs> Near the latrine? They won't let us grill in our tent, sir. Where else would you roast weenies I but don't... the latrine... <laughs> then he gets to Hawkeye's file, which I would have thought it would have been thicker than that. But um, something about the uh, Tokyo Pro Marshal uh, making call back. Frank because, put everything in it. it yes. Was, they even made comment, you know, Frank, you didn't miss a thing. And to, to be fair, if you steal a steam shovel because you can't get a taxi, 
That's something that to put in. Probably yeah, that deserves should... to be put in your file. You're right. You're right. That 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 you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. So we see that, and then we hear that Frank has run away because he's throwing a tantrum. He's gone for most of this episode, actually. Um, but then. What happens next? Well, the guys are back in the swamp, really considering what Colonel Potter is going to mean for them, and specifically for their still. And um, Colonel Potter is in his office with Radar hanging his horses and saying, you know, this one's a little crooked, and kind of yelling at Ra Radar because well, he doesn't know the difference between a mayor and a stallion. A stallion. And, mm -hmm. you know, so you know that Colonel Potter's love of horses is huge. Huge. I mean, he carries his horse. He, he doesn't even have a horse, saddle. but he carries his saddle with him. Yeah. And all the pictures on his back wall are horses. horses. Except for on his desk is his wife. Mm -hmm. I never start a day right. without throwing Mrs. Potter, or in lieu thereof, a picture of Mrs. Potter. A salute. And Radar gave a salute also, and he thank actually you. was kind of, yes. Yeah. He, he said thank you to Radar. So why Radar? And we find out that um, Colonel Potter started out regular army. Yes. Well, so not, that's not, an important. That's an. We we not, see a, an award. Not only regular army. He enlisted. Was enlisted. He was an enlisted man in World War One before he should have been able to because he lied about his age. He right. joined the cavalry when he was fifteen. So Radar was pretty thrilled to find... He said, I'm very happy to hear you're just like... You, yeah, you were as common as, as I am. As I am, yeah, right. Because, so he was an enlisted man to begin mm -hmm. with. So I think that's important to know because I think it explains a lot of his letting things go. Like, yeah. he's regular army, mm -hmm. but he also is an enlisted man that... At heart, yeah. At he's, heart. He started out, he got a good conduct medal, and we hear about some of his exploits in World War One. So yeah, he was the everyman to start. But and, became regular army as he became an officer. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, became an officer, became a surgeon. And uh, it, it is nice to see that backstory. Right, I thought so. Yeah. Um, so. Because I love Colonel Potter. So. Yeah, he is nice. Well, he's the grandpa that, yeah. He's, he's the grandpa for the camp, which is cool. Um, so they're hanging the pictures, and all of a sudden, Radar stops. Colonel Potter looks at him and goes, What? Chopper, sir. I don't hear him. Wait for it. And then you can hear him. And they come in, and... Um, so yeah. Radar earns his name, because mm -hmm. he hears things ahead of time. And everybody snaps, too. You know, um, I do think that Hawkeye makes a comment to Margaret. Uh, keep an eye on the colonel. Let me know if anything... If, if he, he needs, needs anything, right. Because they don't know if he's a good surgeon or not. Yeah, he's USA. He's regular army. And even afterward, he comments, after two years at a desk, I didn't know I if did. I still had it. He did, in spades. In the, right. He, he actually helps BJ through a point where I don't think BJ would have made it. No. Without he, him. He was kind of he freaking out. talked him through out. it. Yeah. I'm going to need help over here. No, you've got it. Pack it off. And Nurse suction. Yeah. Colonel Potter is a very cool cucumber, which makes sense because he would have been through a lot at that point. You know, very few people, in my mind, to me, mm -hmm. could have taken Henry Blake's place because you, yeah. you loved Henry oh, yeah. Blake's. But Sherman Potter, like you said, when you said it, all of a sudden I was like, yeah, he's kind of like the grandpa. You know, he's so loving. Mm -hmm. You fall in love with him right away, yeah. first episode. Mm hmm. And like, yeah, the writers did a great job with that. Yeah. Because they could have brought in regular army, you know, like Frank I, Burns yeah. type. And I, I don't see it going as loving. No. But, you know, the like you say, not only was he enlisted men, so he understands how to deal with the enlisted personnel in his camp. But he's also a surgeon. So he understands how to deal with that end of it also. Mm -hmm. So because surgeons are not your typical army no, officer, not. or at and least never not will in be. The, at least not in the mass universe. Because like Hawkeye was drafted, right. he's not a soldier, and most of them are. Yeah, they're so, there because they have to be. They're needed. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, BJ too. He was told to show up. 
Two days. Drafted. That's all. He got two days notice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think we mentioned that in the last episode. But he was out with his wife. Came home with his sixteen-year-old babysitter <laughs> yeah. named um, Norma hey, Jean. Yeah. And um, eighteen, sixteen, sixteen. Ooh. And um, hi, Ryan. Said you have two days. Two days. And then he shipped out to Korea. Right. So they didn't get a lot of notice. There. You're a surgeon. You're in the army. Yeah. I don't think. Is there training? There's gotta be training. Um, for his role, we hear him say it, and it—that's what you would have had. He had basic. Oh, okay. He would have had basic training, but as a surgeon, he wouldn't have had any advanced military training. Right. Why? He's not going to handle a weapon. Right. Exactly. You know. You He's going to fr- fix up the people who handled the weapon. Yeah. You know, Frank had some art, um, artillery experience, apparently. He was an ROTC in, in high, C, high school. Yeah. But in college. But yeah, you know. Uh, a normal surgeon? No. no. They would have had basic military training because everybody gets that. And after that, they would have come out an officer. Okay. During it, they wouldn't have been an officer, but they would have come out an officer and that's it. Enjoy. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt that, but I no, yeah. went off on one of my rants, so well, no, go ahead. I, I agree. You know, Colonel Potter is what you need because he can bridge that gap. He can cover, uh, other than the fact that he's a man and you have women officers, he covers every base of the camp dynamic because then becomes again my favorite part i love the endings i don't know i'm an ending girl <laughs> but oh, my it, absolute favorite part yeah. they're like what time is it 3 25 in the morning and he's Colonel, like i need a belt yeah I think. well and and BJ, bj's uh, our hawkeye's eyes just light up yeah, i lean, know exactly where you need to go yeah because they're in post-op scrubbing up hawkeye and bj at that point leaning back of colonel Blit, or colonel potter and look at each other just like, yeah, we yeah, got this. We got him. <laughs> we know just the place. So Candlelight, checkered tablecloths. They went back to the swamp and they belted back some of that gin and sang. And, There's you know, it's long, the whole long time. Night of waiting until my dreams all come true. Until the day where I'll be coming down that long, long trail with you. There was definitely male bonding going on. Oh, yeah. And you could hear it as Frank is running through the camps, (laughs) coming back going, I didn't like running away. (laughs) Margaret. Margaret. But there was, you could hear the male bonding in the Mm. background as... And it was so great because you, during that, you instantly recognize, okay, Colonel Potter is not Major Burns because of him sitting there going, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, if if, if you, you wound yeah. the coils a little tighter and, and put a little tin, tin foil, foil on the top, you'd get a better yield. You know, I had a still a still in Guam in Guam back in World War II. One night it blew up. That's how I got my purple heart. heart. <laughs> so you Keep learn. Keep under your hat. You learn that he's a regular army, but he's also an enlisted man. He got a purple yeah. heart for blowing up his still. <laughs> now I would guess that he was probably a surgeon at that point. Right. I'm... But yeah, point still being, it's like okay, he gets it. He gets it. He's going to be a good guy. And you even hear Hawkeye say, I would like to, I, I just want to talk to you about Klinger. Klinger. And his all-girl orchestra. And then they go into another chorus of the song. But um, after Frank comes into Margaret's tent and is just talking about, you know, yeah, basically I didn't like running away. Um, which, by the way, one of my favorite lines. Margaret? I know this isn't the time to ask. Oh, yeah. You, Go ahead, it. Frank. And ask. she has this look in her eye like he's going to ask for... Marriage, probably. Passion. Oh, yeah. All the... When I knew that you were here and safe, and I was out and cold and tired... Yes, Frank? Do you have a cookie? <laughs> Do you have any cookies? What? <laughs> But then the the post credit scene that we see. I thought Laura thought you really wanted cookies when you asked that. Yeah, she's oh, like, she we did. have some over yeah. there. No, no, that was the line. Well, you know, I you often did. quote lines a scene ahead. Uh, but you know, then the last scene we see, um, Klinger or no, I'm sorry, Hawkeye, Bj, and Potter 
are in the CEO's office. They're talking about their horses and their yeah. nice behinds. And then uh, Klinger comes in with the bridles. The, From one uh, of his horses. Yeah. They were in with your, whatever, with your trusses, I think. And then Major Burns comes in and uh, Klinger and Klinger's in a dress. He's uh, back in a dress. A little sailor dress. It was kind of cute. Thank Not as beautiful as the gold one. Yeah. And Colonel Potter says something like, Klinger? I like the outfit. Thank you, sir. It's from the Shirley Temple the collection. collection. And then he just salutes at Major Burns and walks out. And that really, this sets the tone for what Colonel Potter is going to be. Go ahead, be who you're going to be, and yeah, we'll move on. And even though he did make Klinger get out of the dresses in a very you know, definitive way. I mean, he was saying, no, no, Corporal. This isn't going to fly with me. I've seen all of these over 40 years. Had one uh, uh, one soldier insisted that he was a horse, carried around a colt for weeks. Had another one insisted he was a daisy, that we had to water him every, every morning. Day. Every day. This isn't going to fly with me, Corporal. You get out of that frou-frou and into a uniform. And then Klinger turned, got itchy all over his uniform. Psychosomatic. They yeah. Called. Happened the minute I got on my civvies. <laughs> Civvies! Ah, wear a slip under. And that seemed to work. Yeah. You doing okay, Klinger? Upstairs, no. Downstairs, Downstairs. yes. <laughs> Why? Half slip. <laughs> Which, by the way, isn't a... Like, a slip is just something you wear next to your skin, right? Well, it's, there's half slips if you're just going to wear a skirt. There's full slips if you're but going to wear... But that's my point. He was wearing a slip and trousers. Oh, so it rode up a little. <laughs> he was wearing a slip with and trousers. trousers. <laughs> that always bugged me. But anyway. Two great, great episodes. Can yeah. It, uh, season two. Four. Four. <laughs> kicks off with a bang. I don't know where I am right now. Um, season Wisconsin. four. <laughs> Wisconsin. It's cold. <laughs> Minus six. Yay. Freaking cold. Um, 25 below wind chill. <laughs> but it, they are great episodes. Just keep in mind that the first one is an hour. Um, I also wanted to make a comment. The first episode of the season, great production value. It was all outside on location, I mean, everything was, even the Kimbo Air Base, it was on location, it was outside. They had to, like, if that wasn't left over from the movie, they had to rebuild that. Yeah. And all these extras, oh my goodness. It just, and all the emotion that you mm -hmm. felt in these episodes. Yeah. And, they, I, and, and like you said, you, you saw the demeaning of women, but the up, of the uh, just great episodes. And they really were. Um, just to wrap up, the the second episode change in command uh if you actually watch again william christopher is not credited in huh. the front credits but in the back ones he's given his own title uh but that's it we don't see anybody else even though igor clearly had lines so obviously we had igor uh played by jeff maxwell in the episode uh if you look at the mash wiki page we also had uh apparently kelly nakahara as an uncredited appearance. I don't recall her having any lines. I know Igor did. But that's all I have on these episodes. Anything else? No, no. Just fun to watch. Yeah. You know, give us your input, though. I want to hear if we said something incorrectly or something you enjoyed or... Mm -hmm. Um, just really want to hear your input. Love to hear input from people. Yeah, find us on, so. again, find us on Facebook, Whiskey and Mash, or email us directly, whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com. If you'd like to learn more about this podcast or get any of the back episodes, you can head over to narclaninc.com. That's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com. We have all the raw MP3 files of the podcast there every time we upload a new podcast episode it automatically appears there because apparently i am a wizard at websites <laughs> to be fair i'm a website engineer for a software engineer uh, so hey i'm proud of the javascript uh, i wrote that's that's I'm darn impressed. good it automatically impressed. upgrades it uh <laughs> updates it but anyway uh you can find all the raw mp3 files over there so you can play them right off of the web page or download them to your 
favorite MP3. Have a glass of whiskey with us. It makes yeah. it a lot more fun. <laughs> does for us. Um, otherwise, if you do the podcast thing, you can find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast application by searching for Whiskey and Mash. Until next time, I am Chris Pullman. And Gloria Ackerman. Happy cold day. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around with us. Thank you all for stopping by. See you next time. Bye-bye.